Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Wow. Welcome. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I want to thank all of you out there for uh, tuning us in, turning us on. I want to thank all of our affiliates for what they do and do so well. I want to shout out to Mr. Benny, of course. Hello, Mr. Benny. Did you miss me? I did. Thanks, Pat. Sorry, I didn't uh, kind of space there. I guess you're back from Hawaii now. I am literally just walked in the door. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's one of those, you know, fly the friendly skies and make sure you're getting home when you get home. And it was just, it was just wonderful. I mean, um, you know, it was a working trip for many of you that may not know this. So my trip to Hawaii was a working trip and I think we did probably as many, uh, speaking, look, my voice is a little bit going here as many speaking things that we could possibly do in that period of time. And, um, healing sessions and so forth. And so it was really, really amazing. It was very, very, very cool. Um, So I want to thank all of you for uh, tuning us in, turning us on. And we've got a great show, great lineup for you today. Um, One of the things that I I get to do, Benny, along the way is I get to look at my own personal journey and think about, you know, what is it? What is it in my own life that I've learned? And I think the one thing that we're all learning is what is it about our bodies that we have not known about? What is it that we're learning about ourselves? What is it we're learning about how to heal ourselves? And that's what this, I got to tell you, that's what these past couple of weeks have been about. You know, they have been about healing and healing at the emotional, the physical and the mental level. And I got to be in front of a lot of really cool people that are, are much like all of our listeners. They're folks that are just saying yes to the joy and the beauty of their lives. Um, they're, they're open, as our listeners are, to learning about something new. Um, I got to experience uh, almost uh, two weeks of what it feels like to drink almost nothing but alkaline water. I mean, there's so many things that we could talk about, and that's why today's show is so absolutely important, absolutely important. You know, today, um, as many days that I do, I get to talk to some incredible people. You know, people that are looking at what's going on in the world are looking at what this food journey is all about that we're on. You know, what are some of the things that most of us have grown up with that we take for granted? 
I have to tell you that there is a, a, an incredible groundswell happening, and it was very, very prominent uh, in Hawaii around Monsanto, the company Monsanto. Um, some people would say Monsanto. Uh, it's a, the point is, what the heck is happening to our food? And do you know? Do you know what's happening to our food? And so why is it that we want to pay attention to what it is we put in our bodies? You know, what is it about some of these autoimmune diseases that we've never known before? One of the things I love is I love to introduce all of you to people that have not only had the journey, but have now come back and have said, you know what, this is what I want to share. This is what I want people to know about. Why? Because I've been there medical tests, treatments, medicines. And this is what me, Tracy McCormick, is all about. And when we look at what she's going to talk with us about, she's not just talking from, you know, the point of view of somebody that says, oh, yeah, there's a real danger out there. No, she's talking from the point of view where her own life was in jeopardy. You know, she was sitting on the bed of death. And I think she and I have a lot in common with this, especially if you know that you have daily debilitating pain, and you don't know what to do with it. You know, your, your joints are just not doing what you know that they could do. You get up, you're tired, you're not quite sure what you're going to do that day. Can you even go and open up the doorknob of your house? But here's what we look at. We look at what people like, like me, Tracy, did. We look at how she didn't give up. But she picked up, became educated, stopped a slow and painful death, or maybe even a quick death. And here she sat with a husband and two small children and decided one day, I am going to take my life back. She's joining us here today. She's the author of the book, My Kitchen Cure. We're going to hear a lot about this book. How I Cooked My Way Out of Chronic Autoimmune Disease and Prevented Cancer with Whole Foods and Healing Recipes. So today, folks, we're going to have a little fun with this, but I'm telling you it's going to be educational. It's going to be the kind of show that if you don't have a copy of her, of her book, you're going to probably want to get a copy of her book. But more importantly, you're probably going to want to take your life back. You know, me, me thank you for joining me here today. Well, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and to be able to share my journey. You know, let's talk for a minute before we talk about autoimmune uh, exactly. Let's talk about what it means to sit on the bed of death. Um, mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it, it, and it's, it's kind of an interesting phrase that I use for my own journey. Um, but that's really what it is. Uh, and especially when you're dealing with an autoimmune disease and, and right now, there's so many different buckets for people to be put in with autoimmune diseases. Um, what was it for you that made you get up, stand up, and take your life back instead of give up, lay down, and say, this is the end? My children. My children. I, bet. I, was, yeah. I was a child of a mother who suffered autoimmune disease, and I was a little girl in the corner watching my mother die slowly and painfully and it was awful and it was sad and I was completely helpless and then 
I had a light I suffered for 10 years before I took my health back. I mean, you become addicted to your suffering. You form a codependent relationship with chronic disease and the pain, and that codependent relationship tells you that there's nothing you can do about it and there's no way out. And I had a moment where I looked at my little girl who was five years old. My oldest was five. And I, I saw her in the corner of the room, and I saw I couldn't get off the floor to help her and to get her cereal or to get her juice. And I was afraid in the middle of the night that the ambulance would come when my husband was out of town and that children's services would have to take my children. And I had this huge God moment, life moment, and I said, I'm, I don't want them to see me suffer. I want them to see me thrive, and I want them to become resilient people. And I got up off of that floor, and I just had this determination to not miss out on their lives and to not to show them that they want to once can to be capable of changing their lives. You know, this is really kind of the, the question. It's kind of a little conundrum for people. We've heard autoimmune, 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 left and right, upside down and sideways. And, um, and yet there, there are many people that hear it that really understand what it's all about. Can we just take a minute in your case and describe, you know, what this was like, uh, when, you know, this was the message that was heard, you know, wh- what did you think about? Wh- what did you do? Did you say, what is this? Yeah, I just, I had no idea what autoimmune was. I mean, I grew up around right. autoimmune disease. My mother had it, and I didn't know what it was. And then when they thought, they finally came to the conclusion that they thought I had Crohn's disease, aggressive Crohn's disease, leading into small intestinal cancer, because it had been there so long as I didn't have the traditional symptoms of Crohn's, um, I still didn't know that I was in under an umbrella. I didn't know that autoimmune disease is made up of more than 100 diseases and that once you acquire one, once one shows up, then you're susceptible to 100 of those diseases. So that means that if you have Crohn's disease, you can have type 2 diabetes. If you have type 2 diabetes, you're susceptible for Crohn's disease. You're susceptible for MS, for lupus for um, celiac, for Chagas disease, for chronic, and they're wondering now if chronic fatigue syndrome is not autoimmune. I mean, the list is endless with all the different things that you can have, Evans syndrome, Jillian-Barr syndrome. So um, endometriosis is also autoimmune, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that I was under this umbrella, and under the umbrella were 55 million people minimum of 55 million people because there's not a database that tracks autoimmune disease. So what that means is if you have cancer, you go to the doctor and the doctor puts your name in, he puts your diagnosis into the computer, and he puts your treatment in and your results. And now you're in a database and they're able to track the illness. But with autoimmune disease, there's no database. And that's why there's a disconnect with people with autoimmune disease that don't realize they're in this massive category, that they, they're in the chamber of autoimmune and under the umbrella. Well, I, I think, I, you know, this is, for me, this is one of the most powerful conversations on this that we've had in a long time because, you know, we know the medications are, are for one thing, the medications can, can help people you know, stop the progression immediately, but 
they don't get at the symptoms. And there are side effects, which we'll talk a little bit about, especially in your own case and in my case as well. You know, what are the side effects to something like this? I mean, anybody that watches any part of any kind of television will get the, the long list of, you know, things that, that, that come at the end of a television commercial. And there's a good reason why they're there. But what does that really mean in a body? And can you reverse the toxicity, regardless of what you've done, what you've gone through? What can you do to give the body great signals that it does and it does want to be nurtured and nourished? And how has my guest today figured it all out? We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, a.m. 1150, and Transformation Time. Are you ready to tap into the healer within? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the real doctor is the source that lives within you, that heals within you minute by minute every day? The healer within is the innate intelligence of the human body. When we cut our hand with a piece of glass, we don't have to command the body to close the wound and grow new skin. It knows how to heal itself. We do have to nourish the skin by disinfecting it and remove the glass or it cannot heal. The innate healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at MaryJaneMack.com. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship For You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. Cartron is back and will be making a special guest appearance at the Triway Grange in Mill Creek, Washington on Friday, May 24th at 6.30 p.m. Come join Patrick McCormick and the Ascension Foundation for an evening of interdimensional enlightenment and awakening. Be prepared to hold onto your seats as Cartron taps into divine quantum sciences and opens the gates of new divine possibilities for everyone while practicing his cosmic Carmody routine. If you'd like more information, please call the Ascension Foundation at 800-508-6437 or visit their website at michaelshane.com. That's M-Y-C-H-A-E-L shane.com. Hi, I'm Michelle Bond. I'm the Vedic astrologer who shines a light on what you put into your body. Are you sick and tired of taking all the latest vitamins and herbs that promise to make you feel better and have unlimited energy but find they don't work? The reason they don't is because no two people are alike. 
there is not one fix for everyone. To find out how I can help you discover what will work for you, go to my website, themichellebonshow.com. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Me, Tracy McCormick, is joining me here today on the show. And for those of you out there, I know you've seen her on, on television. We're going to tell you a little bit about that. Um, she is a TV cooking personality, but also a makeover consultant, computer, a com- community food advocate, and she learned how to cook her way out of chronic autoimmune disease. You're going to find out today how she did this. Uh, one of, the, one of the, the, the things I'd like to talk with you about, because folks that see you, they, they think, oh, my gosh, no, she, it's not possible. She, you know, look at her. She's young. She's vibrant. There's no way this could have happened to her. So we have this misconception, right, about disease these days, which is changing. It used to be that, oh, you're getting older. Things are just going to happen to you, right? That is certainly not your story and not your case, because haven't the rules changed? I mean, disease isn't just, quote, for the elderly anymore. What do you make of that? What would be your, what have you discovered? I've just discovered that the humans are breaking down as a result of what we're exposed to, the lifestyle we lead, um, the emotional stress that we carry, the food that we eat, and the air that we breathe, and the beds and the mattresses and the sofas that we sleep on. I mean, the human body um, isn't supported. We are not supporting our bodies. We're not supporting it in our emotional environments, our physical environments, and in our kitchen. You know, what's fascinating to me, too, is we, we think about our, our world, and, you know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, our uh, ecological systems here. We've talked about, you know, many things that are going on in our world. And I don't know if you heard me talk about Monsanto earlier, but, you know, there is a national, if not more global, march about genetically modifying food. And many people don't really know what that is. When I was on the uh, island of Maui, um, I was really struck by how passionate the folks are there you know, about this company and what they think is going on and what is actually going on. And it's hard to imagine this whole idea of even what genetically modifying food. I mean, does that sound like a strange little term right there to you or not? Very, right? I mean, think of it. Can, can you, it's like, say it, genetically modified food. And yeah, I, I, anything's I, wrong with it, right? I mean, just saying it is kind of crazy. I mean, I you know, the other thing is, it's not just about us. I mean, there's an ecosystem that's at work here. You, you know, I got a picture a couple of days ago from a friend of mine. Uh, you know, I grew up in New Jersey, right? I was born in New York, grew up in New Jersey. Oh, my gosh. There is a bear in her backyard. How it did the, what is the bear doing in the backyard <laughs> New Jersey. I, I didn't even think Jersey had be a bear. But let's talk about this from your point of view and, and why you just, you know, went to food. What did you discover and how did you discover it? 
Well, um, I had watched my mother take many medications. Um, she was sort of a guinea pig at the Cleveland Clinic in the 80s. Um, and she suffered immensely, both from the disease and from the medication. And I had the medications lined up on the side of my bed, ready to take them. And they were about 24 pills, anywhere between 24 and 40 pills from different doctors. And uh, I couldn't swallow water, so I knew I would never make it through those 24 pills. Wow. Uh, your digestive tract starts in your mouth. and, and <laughs> So I thought it's never going to get from my mouth through my throat, which was swollen, because when your digestive tract is swollen, it swells in your mouth, and your people say, oh, my tongue is swollen. That's your digestive tract. And so I couldn't, I knew I couldn't take the pills, and then I prayed. I got really quiet, and I thought about my mother, and I'll never forget the moment. And I laid in my bed in severe pain, and I prayed and thought about my mother and prayed and thought about my mother. And then I heard a voice, and the voice looked at the pills. As I looked at the pills, and the voice said, what's in it? And I didn't know. And that what's in it question changed my life because I got up in the middle of the night. I went to the computer, and I started to research. And I couldn't figure out what was in it, but I found millions of side effects. And I weighed 90 pounds, and there was no way I would survive those side effects. And then I just started researching about things and um, holistic approaches with food because I kept thinking if the only thing that touches my digestive tract is food, then food's got to affect it and support it. And I met with a woman, and then life brought me to a woman named Virginia Harper who is has been the head of the um, Digestive Disorders Department at the Shaw Wellness Center in Spain. She happened to have a home in Nashville, Tennessee. And she introduced me to macrobiotic cooking, and I began as a macrobiotic cook with her and um, really learned how to cook. And I immediately had the realization that each bite of food that I took every single day was medicine, and either it was going to support a healthy cell or feed an unhealthy cell. And I began to eat for wellness, I mean, every single bite. It wasn't an option to eat a Dorito because the Dorito had no medicine in it. And I had to shift my relationship with food because I was a complete factory food, processed food person. I did not cook. I didn't care about cooking. I found cooking to be very inconvenient. It was all about just get those people, my girls fed, and uh, go to sleep because I couldn't eat anyways because I suffered. So I had zero relationship with food. And uh, cooking, and immediately when I started to cook certain foods and started to learn about it, within a week I was able to sit up straight. Within two weeks, I was able to stand for longer periods of time in my kitchen, and that, and I was on it. I was on the path to wellness. I was, I was converted, but I didn't heal overnight, and that's what people don't understand. They'll call me and say, oh, I've been doing this for three weeks, and I'm still not better. Well, I'm in it five years now, and if I don't take care of myself, I don't feel well. So it's a journey, but I have my life back. Wow, this is such a fantastic story. I love what you just said because we don't really understand. We don't, you know, I mean, I know you're on television. I know you're you're living your dream and your passion, but your message is even more powerful than that because what you just said for for me listening, and I know for our listeners, is that, that we don't have to give up. 
And and this is really what I think is so huge about what you're doing right now. We don't have to give up. We don't even have to be confused anymore. And I think that point of confusion where you don't know which way to turn and you don't know who to talk to and you don't know who to hear, when you go and you get and I love that you prayed because I would pray for my life every night. And I just going to say, I, I was just going to say, I needed to correct myself there. I do too. And, um, yeah. I, when I was, uh, when I was in, uh, Maui, uh, you know, doing the, this work, um, my, my method was I would get up really early in the morning. I would go down to the beach, down to a beautiful beach, uh, didn't have hardly any people, any local people on the beach. And, and just sit there. And isn't it amazing what God, whatever you call it, the universe, goddess, whatever it is that you all you refer to as your higher power, isn't it, isn't it amazing how instantaneously information comes to you? Yeah, because you allow yourself to stop and be quiet. And, you know, there's, and when you're ill or you're suffering or someone in your family is suffering, there's no quiet because there's no peace. You know, it's constant fear, and it's constant inner dialogue, and it's the land of what if, and how are we going to get through the day, or how can I help them? So when you allow yourself to pray, and I love what you said, whatever it is to you. I mean, for me, God is goodness. So it's just goodness. Yeah. I don't I don't even, yep. I don't have me to think too. about it any bigger than that, but God is just the <laughs> element of goodness. And I go to that goodness place, and I'm okay, because then I can hear goodness. I can hear, I can hold a positive point of view. I can find that positive perspective, and I cling to it with a life force. I mean, I'm holding on like I'm on the Titanic, and I am not going to be the one to go down. <laughs> but, you know, the yeah. thing about medicine I, I wanted to say is that medicine is not bad. Doctors are not, for, my, for me, doctors, well, they weren't trying to kill me. They weren't trying to, you know, drown me with side effects. They're trying to help us, and, and we've become a culture that no longer wants to help the doctor. We want the pill, we want the cure, and then when we don't get well, we get mad at the doctor. Or when we have side effects, we're mad at the drug company. But if we get in there, if you have to be on medication, then do whatever you can to help your body support the usage of that medication, you know, and then get, and do whatever you can to get off of that medication. Get your body in balance, but you need as little medication as possible for whatever reason you need medication. If it's for emotional support, if it's for digestive support, you know, do whatever we can to feel capable because I feel like in our country we're really at a crossroads because we have lost hope on many levels. And we've lost hope because we've lost our relationship with our personal capability. I agree with you. You and I are so aligned on this. Because one of the things that I know is, and, and we've learned this along the way, I mean, if God is good, then there are many, many things that are good. And I'm like you. I have some great doctors. I, I have some incredible medication. But without the food or the water or an understanding of how to offset some things, it is near impossible, and that's what I love about your message and what you're saying, because you've really brought us back to a level of understanding that not it's not just about, wow, we're healing, and this is what we... You're like a fun chick. You're, you're a fun person, 
You know, you're mm. fun on TV, your book is fun, and you are the radiance of the divine because what you're doing oh. is you're bringing back a message that is so supreme and so needed now that we can really cook our way to health. I, I'm telling you, we, we, when we come back, I, I would love for you to share some recipes, what your favorites are. I know I've, I think I got, I think I've narrowed down my favorite in the book. Love to give a copy of the book away when we come back. We're going to give out your website, let folks know a lot about uh, what you're doing and how important it is. Let's take a short break. You all are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by me, Tracy McCormick, joining me here today on the show. Uh, the book that we're referring to, the book is a body of work that has saved her life and is saving the lives of people everywhere. My Kitchen Cure, How I Cook My Way Out of Chronic Autoimmune Disease and Prevented Cancer with Whole Foods and Healing Recipes. We'll be right back with the show. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Are you looking for an easy way to shift your vibration, creating lasting change in your life? Join Christine Upchurch, director of Stellar Reflections and host of the Christine Upchurch Show for a special presentation at East West Bookshop in Seattle. On Friday, May 24th, Christine will discuss the exciting new energetic activations which have changed lives around the world. She will share the amazing story of how these activations came about, how these processes are a part of an energetic evolution that is underway, and how you too can shift your life and play an important role in the transformation of the planet. Join Christine Upchurch for the 111 Activation and Beyond Tools to Transform Your Life at East West Bookshop in Seattle on May 24th at 7.30 p.m. Isn't it time to release the patterns of struggle and step into the vibration of empowerment? Reserve your space today at eastwestbookshop.com or call 206-523-3726. Want to know what the best-kept secret in access consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. 
Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're gonna get a, we're gonna get down to some fun right now. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. I just want to let everybody know we did move to our big new server, so you're gonna start to see some changes in the website. You're gonna start to see some very cool interactive surveys we're going to be running about health and wellness and spirituality. And today, I want to just let everybody know, we're going to give away a copy of My Kitchen Cure. We're going to do that right now as me and I are, me and I are going to start to talk about, we're going to start to talk about some of the recipes. My Kitchen Cure, first caller, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. Uh, me, before we go ahead and get into this, can you give people the best website to find out more about you? Yes, me, M-E-E, Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y dot com, me, Tracy dot com, and that's the place to go, a real food life. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, let's get down to the food. You know, uh, I was telling you during the break that I definitely grew up with a mom that's from the South. So one of the things that I learned early on was about how to cook with whole foods, how to do things differently. But I forgot. And I know what you talked about earlier. We get busy. We get into processed foods. You know, I thought that thing out of the box that, you know, actually had cheese in it, but it didn't. So let's talk about the food. Let's talk about what's on your top three, me. What are the top three things you would say to our listeners right now about food to, to say, this is, look, if you do nothing else, you've got to get there and change this. What would that be? The first thing you need to do if you do nothing else is change, is attempt, is first of all, pay attention to what you're eating. Just start to become conscious about your food. What are you eating? What are you feeding your kids? Is it from a box? Is it from a jar? How often is it from a box? Is it from a jar? Are you eating a lot of dairy? Are you eating a lot of meat? Are you eating a lot of wheat? Are you eating a lot of sugar? How much fruit do you eat? What are you eating? One, consciousness. Become conscious of what you're putting in your body. Then once you do that, start thinking about things you can shift. Try to pick a day where you cook nothing from a box. Try to pick a day where it's plant day. It's just plant-based food. And the next thing you do is you'll just start expanding that and try something new each week. And the third thing, try to move fermented foods into your diet. It's really important to bring back the way that people used to eat, eat fermented foods, because all autoimmune disease and the key to balancing it, um, the immune system and autoimmune disease is via the intestines because the intestines and the small intestines is where we absorb our nutrition. So if you have an autoimmune disease, if you have cancer, if you have anything, you want to get that digestive tract right because if you don't, you're never going to be in balance. And so fermented food helps balance and uh, boost the healthy bacteria 
and uh, it aids in digestion and it's a digestive aid. So fermented foods, pay attention to what you're eating and gradually make the shift because a lot of people become overwhelmed and they think, I have to clean everything out. I can't have this. I can't have that. Don't say what you can't have. Start thinking a big life because you will now see that you've been in a food rut for 25 years and you're eating a bigger variety of food. And that's the next thing is understanding about rotating your food and the value in that. Well, let's talk more about that because that's not that's something we don't talk about. You know, we, we I don't know about you, but in our busy schedules, we get in a rut, right? You know, right. We, we go out to the grocery store, we throw some stuff in there, and then you know that's what we eat. We're gonna eat that. We're gonna eat that thing every day. And you right. know, so let's talk about why variety is important. And also, one of the things I think I want to be really clear about is, you know, this book isn't um a, 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 it isn't a just vegetable book, right? You know, no, no, let's talk to people a little bit about it. Right. Okay, well, I first started out what the book is about. I first started in macrobiotics, and that got me off the couch. Macrobiotics means big life, macro and biotic. And it's it's a pretty rigid way of eating, but what it taught me is the principles of eating real food and eating for wellness. So that was a phenomenal place to start for those points. I learned about sea vegetables. I learned to cook whole grains. I learned how to cook whole legumes. I learned how to use, I mean, there was nothing out of a box, can, or jar. And so it really got me hardcore in the kitchen. But then as I expanded and my, my thinking and my journey went forward, I wanted to understand all healing food diets. I wanted to know about the Gerson cancer diet. I wanted to know about the maker's diet. Um, I wanted to know about Chris Carr. What did she do? And what I found is the common thread was real food. You know, all of the um, superstition around food, I still don't buy into it. I don't buy into that this is the only way. I think people think immediately vegan is the only way to get better. No. The blessing of vegan is it's plant-based and it's dairy-free. The blessing of the paleo diet, which is a huge movement. There are a lot of autoimmune disease books that talk about the paleo diet. Paleo means just um, grass-fed butter, I think what they use, but they do primarily animal product meat. And, plant, and plants, and they don't do any grains and legumes. Well, that's great because it gets you eating a real food. It emphasizes in organic meat and plants and vegetables. But it's not the only way. And where people fall off of that bus is then they eat animal products every day. They have meat every day. Yeah. And so what happens yeah. is you're not rotating your food. You have to rotate your food. We live on a pet cattle ranch. We raised grass-fed animals the way that naturally they were raised before they were fed grain. And I I eat grain, but I rotate. And I may eat a grain once or twice a week. I don't eat grain at every meal. I don't eat beans at every meal once or twice a week. That's part of my plant-day food. And I eat meat. So if I eat grass-fed beef, I might eat it once in two weeks. I I might make organic chicken once in two weeks. But my food is not based around one thing because when you raise animals the way that we raise them, they have to be moved every single day. So in the high season right now, our cattle is moved three times a day. That's a 1,000 cows are moved three times a day so that their nutritional profile is balanced. That means that if they graze in one part of the pasture, They then have to be moved because each blade of grass has a different nutritional profile depending on the amount of water, the soil, and the sunlight it gets. So when you eat a big variety of food, 
your body is going to be in balance. And so being just one way doesn't really support the body. And one diet isn't the diet. You know, my kitchen cure isn't going to be everyone's kitchen cure, but it's a good start to find out what works. And it's a great introduction to learning how to eat a big life. One of the things that I wanted to, to talk about for a little bit is, you know, I, I, I mentioned, you, you know, this, this I, I, I'm sure you've heard about the march against um, uh, Monsanto. Um, okay. You know, now it's, it's gone worldwide. Yeah, right. It used to be little teeny, we're going to do a little bit. Now it's gone global. Um, and, you know, it, it's really a march to take your health back in a sense. This is the way it was taught to me. Um, You know, this is something that has reached 10 million people in the past 10 days. And, you know, their theme is GMO-free. Can we talk just for a second about this? Because, you know, I I think this is important in, in when we talk about whole foods because we don't, most people don't even understand what that means. So they go to the store and they think they're doing the right thing, right? They think, oh, I'm going to get this healthy thing. Can you touch upon this a little bit? About genetically modified foods? Well, it's a very yes. touchy subject because they're yes, very powerful people. I happen to be a farmer, not just in, in animal products, but organic produce. I have a very large produce farm. And it's a very complicated situation because they have a yes, lot of power is. and they're very threatening to people like us. Um So I have to be mindful, and this will say a lot in this statement. I have to be very mindful about how I talk about them Yep. Um, because it is my livelihood. I'm not just a lady, you know, who cooks and a food advocate. Um, The problem, the problem, there are a lot of problems with GMO foods. Um, A lot of countries are not offering them to people, and, uh, and they're giving people the choice in choosing them. I think for me, it, it would be amazing. We live in this free country to have a place to choose. I would like to, for everybody out there in the world, wealthy and poor, to be able to go to a grocery store and, and have the label say non-GMO and have a choice. And my concern with genetically modified foods is the B toxins in them and how they cause alterations in the diet, in the digestive tracts of animals that eat them over a period of time. Um, I've been on the road for two days now eating out because I've been on a book tour, and I don't ever feel good after the third day of having to eat out. So when you do eat out in restaurants, you're eating genetically modified foods because the restaurants can't afford to buy organic food. There are only a handful of organic restaurants in Los Angeles, so that's very telling. So people go to restaurants, and they eat genetically modified foods, and they're paying a lot of money for them. And so they complain about paying for organic produce, but then you go to a restaurant and you're paying, you can go to the most expensive restaurants in this country, and it's genetically modified. And the concern I have, too, is the reproductive systems of people that eat a lot of genetically modified foods. And cattle and pigs and sheep and other animals that have eaten genetically modified crops, they begin to have a lack of reproduction. So they their their fertility levels drop, if not completely. So my concern in our country right now is all of the people that are raising children on GMO food and um, what's going on with our fertility. I mean, I can't tell you how many friends I have that are healthy, beautiful, vibrant people that can't get pregnant. So that's a question for me. But I just feel like it would be amazing 
is just like I got online, just like I ordered books and I learned to find my kitchen cure, if we could create a movement where people are asking the question and then they have the choice. You know, what am right. I eating and what's in it? Right. Uh, that I, You know, this is really a kind of a, isn't it, this is really ironic to me. We live, we live in a country that so believes in the freedom of speech and disclosure. And, you, you know, I mean, you and I were, were, were kind of talking a little bit about the commercials on television and what we do to make sure people understand what is in a particular uh, drug or uh, what some of the side effects are. And and I think that for many people, what you said, education and awareness, is at the top of the list. Um, One of the things that I wanted to get to and just give folks an idea about is what some of these recipes are and what you've learned uh, from this. You know, first of all, let me just say something for you guys out there. You know, this book um, that Nia's put together has some of the most incredible recipes in it. And what you're going to find when you, when you read it is she goes through and she talks about everything from probiotics to vitamin B1, B2, many of the vitamins, to stevia, uh, to wheat, to gluten, to dairy, uh, to figuring out the oils. I mean, it, this is jam-packed. It is incredible. And even to the point of looking at estrogen levels and looking at alkaline foods and drinks and so forth. But the other part of the book that I want to talk about now is, my gosh, the recipes in here are so yummy. You know, they're, okay, so me, what's your favorite in the book? I just got to ask you, and then then I'm going to tell you mine. I have I have a couple of things. I I love the sweet potato and lentil and coconut milk soup. I just love it. I I love what it does for me. I love the table table. It gives me that richness. I love I love collard greens. The simplest recipe in there. I can't believe I've become such a green eater because I didn't eat anything green. That's probably why I got sick. But um, I'm obsessed with fresh collard greens with umeboshi vinegar. I love the tofu ricotta lasagna is off the hook. And if you don't eat tofu, then there's the alternative with cashews, because that was the next thing I tried to do. I wanted to teach people how to find the right food for you. So if you have a soy allergy or you can't eat soy, I gave you every alternative. Um, if you can't have nuts, then you have an alternative. Um, I really tried to talk about, you know, the, the, the soy conversation is a giant conversation. Because everyone comes to me and says, oh, we can't have soy. Well, fermented soy is actually good for you, but eating processed soy is not. Eating non-organic soy is not. But the real thing we need to wake up is all the phthalates that we're exposed to. And that's why we have the, our endocrine systems are disrupted and we have the estrogen dominance problems in our culture. And that's the phthalates in the plastics that our food, we buy our food in that we buy our water in, and it can say BPA-free, but it's plastic, and it's never a solid mass, and it will, and it does go into the liquid in the food, so it's a big one. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I hope you'll come back, and you and I can really talk more about this, and especially about, you know, what we drink, um, have a conversation about water, because I, I don't think we realize that you know, what happens is, you know, when you get bottled water, you get this water and it's put in a, a hot plastic bottle. And, you know, it, it's kind of a fascinating conversation. You and and it doesn't have to be hot. hot. You know, it doesn't have no. to be hot. But the water right. put into the bottle, 
you know, it, it's just, it doesn't even have to be hot. It's just happening. Even our, our shampoos and our body lotions, it's all phthalates, yeah. and it goes faster into the bloodstream than when we eat it. So when people say to me, oh, I can't have that tofu, I'm worried about my estrogen. Well, if you have estrogen dominance, then avoid all problems. Like I do a soy-free miso so that I can have miso because I have an estrogen dominance issue, and I have to be mindful of that. So it's, it's, the food is fascinating, but what did you love to eat? What was your favorite? Well, well out of the books, uh, out of the book, first of all, what I love is, uh, you know, the whole delicious gluten-free recipes in here that are just like crazy, crazy good. Um, one of the things that, um, that I love is I, I love the lamb skewers with the chickpea mash. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Isn't that good? <laughs> yes, that is so good. That was that was really good. I went to that and I looked at it and I said, "Oh my God, look at this recipe: onion, herbs, spices, salt, pepper, coriander, parsley, um, on, uh, onions, lamb, chili powder." Then the chickpea mash was like, "Oh my gosh, look at that!" But one of the Yum. things I also point out to people is there are some of these recipes. Or you can go completely whole. Like I, you know, I just I just spent some some time with some friends, you know some friends from uh, Lebanon, and we were talking about how to make a lava bean delicious. I'll send you the recipe of this lava bean soup. But one of the things you talk about is you can take a fourteen ounce can of chickpeas and do this. Sure. Yeah, yeah you can so get eat and eat and blend is the best one. They have no BPA lining, and they make their beans with kombu seaweed the same way I do. And so you can, there are certain cans, there are conscious food companies out there where you can have, you know, you can, you can, you can make shortcuts. It's going to be more expensive to buy that Eden blend than it is to make your own. So it just, it's about our values. What do we value and what is our value? And that is the question every morning when I wake up and I feel like I don't have time. I stop, I check myself and I say, shorty, what's your value? What do you value? And then I get in the kitchen, and I make time. We have to make time. And that kitchen is a place to hear God, too, because that kitchen, when you're cooking and chopping and cleaning and moving, you're meditating. Your mind is free, and you relax your body, and you put all that good stuff into your food. Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, I also wanted to mention is, and it's something you touched upon, I was so confused about soy that one of the things that I moved away from was miso, miso soup, miso fish, miso anything. And, you know, getting additional knowledge about that was so very, very important. And tofu is another one. But I will tell you what was so fascinating about this. I think your southern roots came out in a couple of these recipes. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I stopped. Here we go. The other, my second best one in the book, okay, was a cornmeal recipe because I, I walked away from anything fried because the idea was you had gluten in it. But you've got a, a cornmeal fried roughy recipe, which is a, a fish. Um, yeah. And it's a white fish, right? Uh, or and it's it totally southern based. It is a southern yeah, based way. The way that people used to cook southern food. I mean, here's the thing. Southern, and I have had a fantastic experience cooking in my community kitchens in the South because I live in the South. I live on a Southern farm, an old plantation that's now our farm. My husband is as Southern as you get. And I just had a very 
a deep desire to connect to the culture and find a way to make healthy food, not have that word healthy, but take it back to what food originally was. And it was originally that southern catfish. So that recipe is based on catfish yep. when it's done right. Olive oil, yep. organic cornmeal, simple, salt off the hook. Yep. Yeah, I love this because, yeah, I, I mean, I got to this and I thought, oh, my God, do you know how long it's been since I had a piece of breaded fried fish? And, you know, and then I remembered everything we ate was cornmeal-based. It was really kind of interesting. And right now you can get cornmeal and you can get good cornmeal. And I think that's the thing I want to say to folks that are thinking, oh, no. Um, you can get some of the most delicious organic foods in here. Um, I have one more recipe I want to talk about because I know we're going to skip out of time, and then I want to ask you what your personal message is. A butternut squash Alfredo. How the heck did you come up with that? That That is is so so good. Well, I just finished a French and American classic cuisine culinary program here in Los Angeles. And I came here and I said, well, I'm here building this platform for the books. I really want to take advantage of access to cooking schools because there's not one in Nashville. Hopefully I'll have one of my own soon. But um, I went and I wanted to understand the basis of French food in American classics so that I could meify it, that I could take any recipe and make it. And that's where that recipe came from. That was how can I use this? and blend it in and uh, and make it healthy. And so that one is one of my favorites. Well, like this has been oh, – I, I know you love them all, and I love them all too. And it, what's interesting is what I did is I made a commitment to cook my way through this book. And, oh. um, and I'm – yeah, I want to just encourage everybody to, to join me. And um, one of the things that I want to say to everybody out there – you know, there may be some recipes you don't relate to, or maybe you have some other dietary restrictions, but I would encourage everybody out there that's got any kind of ache or pain in their body to get a hold of this book, My Kitchen Cure by me, Tracy McCormick, and join me in cooking our way through this, because what you're going to find is it isn't just a book about the recipe. It's a book about a how-to, you know, how do you do this and why do you do it? Because I think a lot of us need to understand it. Me, I have one last question for you, and thank you so much. I hope you will come back. Um, please, please, what's your personal message? What would you love to leave us with today? And please give out your website again. Okay, my website is metracy.com, and my personal message is to be of service and to inspire people to find their own kitchen cure, to get people back in the kitchen to get them back to the place of capability and sustainability within the self and to tell people that they don't have to suffer, that they definitely have a choice and that they definitely can do it and that, you know, I got a D in home ec and look at me. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Yeah, I didn't do too good about that either. But thank you you so much for joining me. Oh, I adore talking to you. Thank you. I hope you will come back, please. And oh, yeah, girl, I'll be and, back. All right, and would you let me know if you're going to get to Seattle, okay? That would be super, oh, I, well, super, I'll keep super. I'll you in the loop. All mm-hmm. right, thank you so much. My Kitchen Cure, everyone. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. I'm telling you, my mouth, I'm like, oh, my gosh, i got to go cook something right now. We'll, we're going to take a short break. Coming up, Lisa Gibbons will be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 
Aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. and she... Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends, transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. I've heard people say that... Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough of your something. Lots of things I can't get used to. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio. Transforming the world. 